The following podcast is a Vasilis Scarlias production. Hello everyone, I'm Saloni. And I'm Vasilis. We run Changemakers, a student-run initiative that aims to empower, educate, and connect Gen Zers interested in entrepreneurship. We interview teenagers with impactful projects and create resources to help you change the world. If they can do it, so can you. On this podcast, we discuss the logistics of creating different types of projects with Gen Zers who have already done it. We will leave our social media and website information in the description. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode. Today we have a special guest here with us in the studio. She is a product manager intern at Google X, the Moonshot Factory, as well as the founder and CEO of Nutrify, a Chrome extension that educates users on the carbon footprint of their food in their shopping carts. Yeah, that's right, a browser extension that can help you offset your carbon footprint. Please welcome Iris Gu. Hi, everyone. Nice to meet you, Iris. So, what sparked the creation of Nutrify and how does it work? For sure. Um, so, starting Nutrify, I, I wasn't always a um, climate activist. I, I started learning more about climate later last year, and then um, I watched a couple um, documentary, and one of them is called A Life on This Planet, and that really... Uh, form a new understanding of how bad climate change has become in my world. So um, being inspired by the documentary, I wanted to do something for the earth because I realized there's really no more important problem to be solved at this point. Um, so I I figured what's more to like what's more important to solve um, climate change than I, I wanted to combine my fat passion for food and also climate change, to start this um, Chrome extension called Nutrify. So that's what started um, my brainstorming. And then it took me probably five to 10 um, pitch competitions and um, hackathons and uh, a lot of different brainstorming sessions with people um, to eventually figure out the path for Nutrify. So how it works is that currently we're focusing on um, having a browser extension on um, some shopping website for food, for grocery shopping, such as Instacart. This is the one that we're starting with right now. So it would show up as a extension when you're browsing through the um, items. And then it tells you the carbon footprint on a specific part, product page. Also would give you um, recommendation for lower carbon footprint product when you're choosing. So um, it helps you to reduce your carbon footprint and help educate user on sustainability impact behind food. So uh, we're also looking to expand into new sectors such as meal kit companies and um, some other applications and use cases to help people educate themselves on um, cover footprint for food items. Of course. 
So in the very beginning, um, there are definitely a lot of challenges. So uh, one big challenge is like finding teammates. And then I, I was able to go to a bunch of climate change um, summits and also talk to people in my network, posting a lot on my LinkedIn and basically use myself as an, a PR platform where uh, I, I stand for Nutrify and then uh, try to advertise for Nutrify as much as possible. And I have got involved in more than 10 podcast recording. Um, so those definitely helped as well on uh, broadcasting Nutrify to further places. And then, so after a lot of hustle and then um, a lot of personal branding um, and then uh, talking about Nutrify wherever I go, I definitely attracted a lot of people who are interested in the same mission. So currently we have around 40 to 50 members on our team. And that was from the initial size of only four to five members. It has already 10x the team members we have. Um, so that challenge was solved in terms of finding teammates. Um, and then, yeah, it was it was definitely hard in the beginning, but I, I'm really great to find a lot of great people um, who are passionate about the same cause and come together as volunteers to really want to do something for the earth. Um, so we have a lot of different talents on a team, including like engineers, designers, product managers, um, marketing folks, and also um, people who are interested in user research. Um, so pitching team as well. So really and market research, like all kinds of talents um, coming together to solve this problem. Um, in terms of the working on a product and the development part, we're currently using kind of like a sprint method to do two-week sprints and then develop a feature and uh, launch it on, update it on our ex extension. So that process is definitely um, pretty pretty interesting in terms of the iterative process because we need to always like change direction, pivot, and make sure we are presenting the best features to, to our user. So. I think having a user-centric mind as a product manager is very important in understanding, okay, how do we best fit in the current user flow um, that they're already used to? And yeah, I would say the entire journey has been really fulfilling um, and working on this mission with a lot of people who are also passionate about um, changing diet for the betterment of environment. Um, it just has been pretty amazing. We see that shared values creates a unique team and also the technology behind Nutrify is extremely amazing. Like it uses a gamification uh, technology in order to bring a viral global sustainability, which is extremely important in our days. In 2020, you became a founding product manager of OpenMill, a door dash for, open, for people in need. What was that process like? Yeah, for OpenMeal, it was another nonprofit that um, I was involved in starting prior to Nutrify. And that's also where my passion for food tech comes from. Um, it really was started because we cared about two main issues um, that were most pressing during COVID um, in our community. The first one was the struggling family-owned restaurants and also minority-owned restaurants um, who were closed down, like 50% of them were closed down during COVID, um, some because of um, xenophobia, discrimin 
discrimination and it was um, very hard for them to survive in their operations. And the second problem was that a lot of people lost their job with a 12% record high unemployment rate that caused food insecurity and a lot of families going to sleep hungry. So we saw these two problems and we wanted to come up with a solution that can really resolve the problem or at least alleviate these situations. Um, so that's where OpenMeal came in to help. We are a um, B2B2C three-sided platform that fundraise for the restaurants. And then we um, gather all the money we fundraise into the pool of restaurants. And then each restaurant will be able to use these credits to provide free meals to people in need. So basically, we're paying the restaurants to provide meals, and then people people will apply for free meals on our website. So that's how Open Meal work. Um, and so far, we have fundraised over twenty five thousand dollars and gave out over three thousand meals across five cities in the U.S. Um, so that was definitely a, a very long journey of, and we also encountered a lot of challenges in terms of user acquisition um, and have like arousing team morale and also uh, making sure that we're building for the audience, for the user, when there are different user personas coming in for the product. So it was, it was a very interesting journey and I definitely learned a lot. Wow. So it seems like you've created such like a huge impact with the role of a product manager. And now you're also a product manager intern at X the Moonshot Factory under Google. So what is it like being a product manager? Um, so being a product manager really means that you're translating user insight into um, product features. There are a lot of different types of product manager, and I can only talk to the kind that I know, and I definitely cannot speak for um, like roles under Google X. Um, I'm just speaking from my own experience as PMs at other places. Um, I would say it's a lot focused on, um, for me, it's a lot focused on like translating user insight into features and very closely like working with cross-functional teams um, who are like engineers, designers, sales, marketing, and understand what are some of the user pain points and how do we tackle them in the product. Um, and I think one key skill for a product manager is to lead without authority, meaning that sometimes we don't necessarily have um, direct reports to us and uh, we're, we're there to influence other teams, even though we're not their direct managers. Um, so I think that's very important, um, which means that you need to have like good storytelling skills and storytelling often involves data and uh, user stories. So you either, you, you combine the data inside you abstract from a lot of analysis, as well as what um, what you can get from like user interviews to construct a story, to get buy-ins from other parties, and then uh, really pitch the idea to um, higher level management, and then go forward with implementing the strategy into your product. So that's my understanding of um, what a PM would do, but. Really, there are so many different flavors of PM based on stage of the company. Um, the role you have will be very vastly different. Um, so I think, yeah, you, you can you can experience all kinds of PM at different companies. You mentioned that 
you need some type of, of skills to be a good product manager. So what skills do you need? Um, like I mentioned, there are storytelling skills, um, ability to influence without authority, and also uh, data analysis skills to as- abstract data insights. Um, and I'll say really good communication skills in both verbally and uh, in written format, because sometimes you need to keep really good documentation um, for other people to understand what the product mission is, uh, why are we doing something, um, and very high level of curiosity and of like things that will stimulate you intellectually, um, being able to understand things from a very fundamental level and ask a lot of um, sometimes seemingly dumb questions, uh, but that can really get to the root cause of the problem and asking why for every single action um, that can really bring clarity to the team. So I would say it's it's a lot of different skill set. And of course, leadership is always important. Um, being able to lead a team with empathy and um, being able to translate clarity down to every level um, and communicating a strategy up and down. So, yeah. So we're going to have a little break and we will come back to you shortly. Wow, that sounds like such a cool job where you can learn so many different things. Like I hear a lot of like articles about product managers eventually becoming entrepreneurs and VCs. And you've already kind of had your experience with entrepreneurship. So would you say that your job in product management helped you with starting your own projects? Yeah, it definitely does. Um, I think these two are, there are a lot of transferable skills between being a product manager and being an entrepreneur. Um, And as an entrepreneur, you really need to think from the user perspective because you're building something for someone else. You're not building things for yourself. You need to understand uh, the real user pain point. And usually at the beginning of starting any project, it always starts with user interviews and user research um, to make sure that you're solving the right problem. And then um, you also do like gap analysis to see what is the gap in the market? What are um, some other competitors doing? So you do a competitive analysis and then understand that, okay, there's a gap here. Maybe this is something that we can come in and help and present like unique competitive advantage um, compared to other people. So that skill set is very much similar to what you would do in a product manager position where it's very much the same that you want to present your unique advantage in your product. Um, And I'll say like the differences between the two roles are probably when you are an entrepreneur, um, you're you're responsible for not just the product side of it, you're responsible for everything. So uh, you need to wear a lot more hats than being a product manager at a company where you, you can spend more time and focus on product and dive deep into um, what makes your product great. Uh, whereas being an entrepreneur, aside from thinking about what makes your product great, you also need to think about, okay, how do I hire people? Um, how do I hire, hire best talent to work for a company? Um, and what, what are the finances side of things? Um, how do we do fundraising? And uh, what are... T- um, how do different parts work together? Um, how do you identify leaders in a group? So it becomes a lot a lot of different things that you need to juggle at the same time, which means you won't be able to put in as much time 
into diving into um, the product and you will hire like other people to do that when, when you're the one um, that's looking over the higher level strategy. So, but then again, there are, you, you need good product skills to become a good founder um, and being a user-centric startup. I think that this indicates that starting from a point with some specific knowledges and a team in the background, then you can evolve uh, in other projects and then to become better and better and to, to reach to another point, which makes to think that everything is possible, starting from a point, starting with finishing to the end that you want to have like an end. You're also a climate activist. So what actions do you take as a climate cl- climate activist and how can we get involved? Yeah, as a climate activist, I mean, there's so much you can do because every aspect of your life um, involves sustainability. The food you eat, the clothes you wear, um, the kind of transportation you choose when you go outside, the kind of houses you choose, uh, whether you use cement or wood, um, basically every decision in your life um, whether you choose to buy things online or at local shops and um, do you use like do you buy these kind of food versus that kind of food so it, every decision everything involving consumerism um, is involved in sustainability like they have a sustainability af- aspect so for me as a climate activist um, I really do think about these things a lot and I do a lot of self-education to understand, okay, what kind of choices are actually better for the environment? Um, and that was initially my pain point of like, I don't really know what kind of food to eat to be more sustainable. All I know was that eating beef was bad, eating vegetable was good, but there's so much other food out there and I don't understand the impact behind them. So that was the reason why I started Nutrify and um Basically, I would say like the most action that I'm taking right now as a climate activist is to help other people to also understand the aspect of food sustainability. Um, and we also have a medium blog that writes a lot of educational articles um, for Nutrify. And also it's just about like general sustainability tips about um, how you can live a more sustainable life. And we also have a newsletter and we post tips on all kinds of social media as well. Um And aside from that, I think for people to get involved, uh, you you can really start to think about these questions and look for resources to get yourself educated on how to be a more responsible consumer, because that's the role that all of us have um, universally. We're all consumers of food, clothes, cars, houses, whatever it is that you're buying. Just have environment in mind is already a big step in being a climate activist. Um, And if you want more resources, uh, you can always reach out to me. I have um, a lot of resources and you can also follow us on Medium blog posts and our social media and our newsletter because we post a lot of the sustainability life tips there. So hopefully that will be helpful. And um, if you want more resources, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Of course, we will include all your social media so that our listeners can reach out to you and learn more about all the different projects. So, last question. 
We are using Slack as a collaboration software between team members, but we have never seen Slack to be used as a community space, like on work on climate project. So you are contributing on work on climate community. So how was is this and what's your target audience for that project? Like I subscribed on the newsletter and I see very interesting things about how to change your, your lifestyle to become more sustainable. So for who for who is you no know, work on climate is for who? What type of people? Yeah, for sure. Um, so Work on Climate is a um, climate change related Slack community. And it, it really has a lot of different channels. And I'm a community organizer at Work on Climate. The reason I got involved is because I'm so passionate about, about climate. And I think community is a very key part of it. Um, in a community, you can educate other people about certain issues. And you can really learn from each other and cheer each other on in their sustainability journey. So I think it's super important to have a community when you are transitioning and becoming a more sustainable person and also just helps with your self-education. So um, for any product managers out there, um, feel free to join the Work on Climate um, PM channel because we host monthly um, interview series with product managers in climate change to basically talk to talk to us about their journey and about how uh, how other PMs can transition into climate um, because that's one of the biggest trends that we've seen in the product manager community is that a lot of people have worked in general tech company and then after working there for like five ten years they realize that oh I want to work on something more meaningful and with bigger purpose and mission so they started to think okay we wanted to work in climate change and but then they don't have relevant experience. So we are here to start a community to help those PMs who want to transition into climate change um, to have the capability and tools to do so. Um, so I think in terms of my involvement is that as a community organizer, um, I would host these monthly interview series and then I look for speakers that are qualified for the role and a host as a moderator for talk, talking through their decision in life. And eventually uh, at the end, we'll also have a networking session to enable uh, members in the communities to connect with each other. And aside from the monthly interview series, we also have a newsletter um, that's going around for work on climate community, which has tons of climate-related resources. So I um, encourage you all to um, take a look and subscribe. And then lastly, um, I also do like community engagement. So I do user interviews uh, with people in the community to understand what they're working on or what kind of help they need. And with all the user interview insight, we're translating that into a PM guide uh, for product managers wanting to contribute to Climate actually for it doesn't have to be PM. It's really just for anyone who want to work in climate or um, contribute to climate outside of work. So we're writing up a guide on that for for anyone that want to contribute to climate, um, and we'll be able to launch that very soon. So yeah, if you are interested in any of those resources, um, join our Slack channel or reach out to me on LinkedIn, and I'll be able to point you to those directions. 
for um, who the target audience is, um, it would be mostly, I mean, for the PMs channel, it is for product managers um, who are interested in climate or wanted to do something about climate or is currently working in climate. And outside of PM, I think we also have a lot of people who are not product managers, but are just interested in helping out in climate in general. So yeah, if you're interested in climate, um, you can join the Slack. Wow, it's awesome to see someone help people in different industries work on climate change. So thank you so much, Iris, for being with us today. It was so fascinating talking to someone with a lot of product management experience in so many cool industries and projects. Next week, we are featuring the Nisentip twins from Nigeria to talk about sustainable development goals and social entrepreneurship. See you soon, and don't forget to keep changing the world, guys. We hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. We had such a great time. Make sure you leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at changemaker.c to keep up with all of our new content. We also have a Facebook page called Changemaker Z, but you'll need to look that one because I honestly don't even know how Facebook works. 